It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Just another Monday in America. Welcome back to the National Security Hour. I'm with Dr. Michael Shoy, Colonel Mike. Always good to get back on the National Security Hour on America Out Loud News on iHeartRadio and all the other platforms. So I'm going to let Dr. Mike open up this session for the first segment. So many things, but I just want to mention, we'll, we'll be talking about it during the show today. The two biggest threats to America, in my opinion, right now, uh, are air traffic controllers and what's in your food. Very important. Forget about Hamas, forget about Hezbollah, forget about uh, gun control, forget about uh, people protesting in the street and colleges and the Poison Ivy League schools, okay? Two biggest threats, air traffic controllers and what's in your food. All right, Dr. Mike, why don't you say hello to the audience and go for it. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, we are, uh, we'll be on a little bit later tonight and um, we're just getting ready to roll here. Uh, I wanted to mention uh, the what the Colonel just mentioned, which was the college presidents this week who were interviewed in Congress, uh, in the Senate, I think, and uh, asked if they were going to pursue uh, uh, any kind of uh, plan to stop pro-Palestinian um, demonstrations at their schools. And I think one was Harvard. I don't know what the other, can't remember what the other one was. It might have been um, Penn, but I'm, I'm not sure. But they were both Ivy League schools. And neither of the um, presidents came out with anything uh, that could be seen as a yes, that they were going to, this, to uh, stop pro-Palestinian um, uh, uh, demonstrations at their colleges. Now, I can't remember um, uh, the, the, any, any time that demonstrations, unless they became violent on uh, uh, college campuses, were ever called um, to be to be stopped. Uh, it that is clearly a a first speech issue. And uh, but I guess it's again um, we're in the control of the Israelis, and they want it stopped, and the ADL wants it stopped, and so we're going to. And I read this morning that the Congress was going to send letters to these two colleges uh, suggesting that if they don't stop those um, uh, demonstrations, that the presidents of each college who testified before the Congress should be uh, fired or they should resign or something along those lines. Now, that's, uh, you know, th now we have the Congress. Uh, wanting to eliminate uh, a large facet of the First Amendment because people don't like the Israelis. Well, I grew up in a city where a lot of people didn't like Hungarians. And uh, it never occurred to me not to let it roll off my back or, or you know, uh, get try to get along with them. But now we have uh, this uh, precedent by the Congress 
which I think is is got to be unconstitutional. Uh, but it's it's um, it's a situation where uh, the Congress never objected over these years of my life to um, the demonstrations on the colleges on the college campuses that uh, condemned uh, the men and women who went to Vietnam to fight and uh, blame them for being there instead of blaming their government. Uh, I've never seen the Congress go after the vast number of universities in this country who teach Amer- anti-Americanism in their political science courses, in their his- history classes. They've never done that. Uh, they've never done uh, uh, calling on anybody to arrest uh, the BLM people or the An- Antifa people for being terrorists, which they were. But all of a sudden, um, faced with these demonstrations in the Ivy League and, and I guess other universities around the, the country, it's okay for the Congress to ignore the First Amendment and go after um, the, these uh, uh, young people demonstrating against uh, Israel and in favor of um, uh, the Palestine. Now, I don't really have much of a, of a dog in this fight uh, in terms of international affairs. I think the United States would live very nicely, probably better, probably more securely without either of those two countries. They're irrelevant to the future of the United States and irrelevant to the, to the uh, defense of the United States. Our only problem is we've had since 1949 seven, whatever it was, we've had presidents who have become dependent on Jewish American donations for their political parties. And and Mike, Mike, can I break in a second, Mike? Sure. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's just presidents, Mike. I think what it is is congressmen. and Oh, I think so too, Colonel. I think it's Republicans. I think it's Democrats. I mean, as soon as they're elected, they go to the APAC dinner and then they have to fly to Israel. They probably get like a stamp some kind of like a little chip in their head or whatever. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Just recently, two new members of the Knesset were sworn in. It was Jim Jordan and Michael Johnson when they started. They could. They had to sign waiting for them, welcome to Israel. You know, I mean, look, like you said, you don't have a dog in this fight, but we do have a dog in the fight. Here's the dog. Here's what happened just yesterday. Okay? Well, America's the dog, isn't it? Yeah. Mahmoud Abbas, you know, the president of the Palestinian people, right? authority, whatever you want to call them. All right. He just blew the dog whistle. Now, Mike, you and I, we know what dog whistles are. We've been around dog whistles. He said, we have to blame America for what's going on in Gaza. Now, okay, all you Hollywood actors on Twitter, uh, X or whatever you want to call it. All right, X, let's just stay with X. Okay. All you right wingers, all you Reaganites, all you Gulf War heroes, one and two, uh, Ukrainian warriors, whatever. Okay. I see all your crap. All right. When this guy says that, he doesn't say it to people inside Israel or inside Palestine. That's a dog whistle for the world. Now, could we count how many, Mike, how many Muslims we got in the world today? Well over a billion. Well over a billion. There you heard the number. Well over a billion. Okay. Now, of those well over a billion, there are what you would call Muslims that understand what's going on. We don't want to use the word moderate because I know you guys on the right 
you, you know, you see red rats when you use the word moderate Muslim. Muslim. So I just want to say uh, Muslims who have education. Then you have many who are uneducated Muslims who are radicalized through various countries, okay, that we're not part friendly with, like we are with communist China. We're not friendly with him, but like we, we're friendly with communist China. But communist China is friendly with them. Okay, he blew the whistle. What does that say? It says a lot of things to me, and I'm sure it says a lot of things to Mike. What it really says to me is, hey, guys, guess what? Do whatever you want now because it's the Americans we have to blame, not just the Israelis. How do you handle that, Mike? How do you handle that dog whistle? What do you say to that one? I, I think it's probably correct, sir. I think, uh, Colonel, you, you probably hit that nail on the head, but it it is something that is there's nothing we can do about because we haven't paid any attention uh, to the border. Right. The, 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 the enemy is here. The enemy came here to do something. I read this week there's over 200,000 uh, Chinese military-aged uh, men who have come in this country this year, and maybe a total of 400,000 all told. Collected. They're not women. They're not children. They're men. Now, if you're if you're in a line of work that we were in, and others that are like us, you would look at that as an invasion of your country, setting up a future operation, or something to take down the country internally. I don't care what the media says. I don't care what you podcasters say. I don't care what you guys on X say. It's a reality. Say the truth. They're not here for any other reason. Because the Democrats want to keep power, whether it's the election coming up, whatever it may be, you just don't let all these people in. Is China letting 100,000 Americans in? No. So why are we doing it? Continue, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah. And, and that, that your comment there really make, it brings me to another point that I'm ashamed it has not occurred to me um, before about 9-11. And it, it's tied to, to, the, to the border. I wrote in a book called um, Marching Toward Hell, American Islam After Iraq, in 2005, that A, we didn't send our military to Afghanistan to win or to Iraq to win. We sent it, and they could have, but we sent it there to stay there, drain off uh, whatever wealth there was, and really uh never intending to win and that that caused me to think that probably the most important thing that happened after 9-11 was not only the patriot act and the other similar legislation but the fact that numerous people not just me i'm not a genius but I wrote very harshly that anything they did in Afghanistan, because they weren't going to try to win, was going to be lost because the border was open. And so they did spend several billion of billions of dollars on the border, but it was all to reinforce official crossing points, as if Al-Qaeda guys or some other guys were going to walk up with a I Love Osama t-shirt carrying an AK-47. <laughs> It's it's you know they wasted it, but it occurs to me at this late date in my my uh, life that if even if they didn't know or didn't help in the attack, 
they knew that the way to continue to destroy the United States was to take advantage of that attack and let the border stay open. So we're in a place, we're in the place we are now with tens and tens and tens of thousands of, of Muslims, uh, uh, you know, radical Islamists, Iranians, um, Russians, Chinese, inside the country who have, we have no idea where they are or what they're up to. But I, I suspect that the government does know where a lot of them are. And Afghans, we can't forget the quarter million Afghans we brought into this country. So it's it's it 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 all has a sense to me of uh, a piece of the same puzzle. You didn't kill Bin Laden, so you didn't stop the attack. Once the attack occurred, you staged a, a nonsense invasion of Afghanistan and an equally pathetic invasion of Iraq, and you left the borders open. You know, only a stupid person would would do that. Uh, and he would do it unintentionally, probably. But these people did it intentionally. Mm -hmm. And so and we're many, of them, many of them are stupid enough to do it intentionally. So let's just do Dateline, Dateline Iran. Iran and Syria. All right, I'll repeat that. Iran and Syria just signed bilateral relations. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> hey, Blinken. How you doing, baby? All right. Bilateral, what does that mean? What does that mean to anyone? Does it mean to all of you people on X who are slamming the Palestinians and you don't like what's going on and, you know, uh, Israel? You know what that means? Double your pleasure, double your fun. Two enemies just became one. There you go. All right. And we so, have forces in Syria. Uh, of course we do. Yeah. Right. So again, they want to take away your guns because they want to stop the shooting of children, innocent schools, and so on. But they don't want to close the border. By the way, uh, we're coming up on first uh, segment end, but just so you know, if you didn't see it, you can find it anywhere on the web, on good places anyway, that you have a group of Chinese adults now working with technology to break into high-end homes. They're already testing this in the Midwest and it's going to go to the Southwest. So all those alarm systems you have that you think you're safe behind your gates with or without the bullets ain't going to work no more. It's not just about carjacking. It's housejacking. Now, what they're, they're a little bit more proper, though, Mike. They don't go out and look to kill you or whatever. They take what they can take, a hit and run. And this is the new guys they're bringing into our country. So when your insurance rates go up like a hurricane or a tornado you know, or like uh, Pal East Palestine, you know, with the water or Maui with the fires. You're not going to be able to afford that house that you live in. See, they know exactly what they're doing. They're going to starve you out of your house. They're going to kick you out of your house. And this is uh, the people that tell you they want to save your life by uh, doing these uh, gun things, you know, gun laws. So the first one, we're going to come up to the break soon, Mike. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the FAA. What's going on in Reagan Airport right at, outside your nation's capital? Okay. We'll talk about CDC. CDC has breaking news. It's not on mainstream media. It's a blackout. Okay. And as Mike said in the beginning on the opening, uh, $100 million was taken because he talked about the universities. $100 million was pulled from UPenn. This is not just historical. It's freaking hysterical. A hundred million dollars endowment was pulled from them 
because they weren't talking about Marxism and communism. Dr. Mike, you get one minute on the head. Go ahead. Well, I, th- I think, Colonel, that there's, uh, there's just a vast need for people just to accept the idea that hate is simply a human characteristic. Thank you, sir. Just, Thank like, you. just like love, just like uh, uh, character, just like empathy, it's just a human characteristic. It doesn't make you a, an, a, 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 a person that uh, is not a responsible human being. You can hate things. I, I hate the Boston Red Sox, for example, with a passion. <laughs> but many do. <laughs> at least, at, at least you have to accept humans as human beings. What all this stuff about the pro-Palestinians, um, uh, the, the animosity toward them is all generated by Jewish Americans and Israelis. The Israelis not are, are not our allies. Mike, they, there's more to it. You got to add the evangelical Christians. Yep. Don't keep them out. Christian Zionists, the Zionists, I guess they're mm-hmm. called. But the whole business yeah. is it's just extortionate. It's, it's just extortion. They've got evidence on all these clowns in Congress and all the clowns that have served since the 50s, probably, about some kind of compromised lifestyle. And they're afraid of them. That's all it can be. All you got to do is go back to the old history book of Joseph McCarthy of Wisconsin. Hey, it's great to be back on the National Security Hour. We're coming up on a break. Visit the sponsors. We'll see you on the other side. Thank you. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's Chief Medical Board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. The Natural Colon Cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with Oxy Powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why Oxy Powder is our number one seller. It works. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Welcome back. You're on the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network on iHeartRadio, the voice of freedom, the out loud truth, where you come to hear military and intel experts. America Out Loud Talk Radio plays on the iHeartRadio Network. You can also hear us and listen to us on our media player from any of our browser anywhere in the world. 
We have the best in-class apps available on Apple, Android, and Alexa. That's AAA. We stream 24-7. And now you can also hear them on the podcast on the same apps. All of our shows go to podcasts typically one to two days after the broadcast is heard on talk radio. So you want to monitor that. You want to come in at one or two days later if you missed it. And you can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, and iHeart Podcast, and many, many more. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts for us. And be sure to make AmericaOutloud.news. That's us now, .news, okay? Your daily stop for the latest news and happenings. We all must do our part, share the stories, the articles, the videos, so we can help secure America's future. And we mean that. And also, there's so many, many great shows on this network, okay? Not just the national security. We're a little biased, you know. It's because we're on national security, 7 o'clock p.m. every Monday. And you can find more about our show and get all the latest podcasts if you go to the menu nav bar at americaoutloud.news under the show or schedule. Now, there's three little bars, which are like the drop links. You can get a lot there. And you'll be in the know. All right? So with Liberty and Justice for All, we'll continue to segment two with Dr. Mike and Colonel Mike, your host today. And Mike, I was going to touch on this for a second. You know, uh, you know, on these electric cars, you know, a battery. Are you there, Mike? Yes, I am. Here I am. Okay. A battery, all right, pro- you could produce the same CO2, just one battery, just producing a battery. The CO2, as much, as much CO2 as a gas engine in eight years. So can we get an Einstein to call into this show or email us on twomikes.us? Tell us how that operates, all you Tesla and uh, electric car lovers. I mean, think about it. The same CO2 as a gas engine in eight years, and they can't wait to go to electric. Yeah. Well, we have to – I think the key there is to tell the American people that they're all going to die if they get rid of the CO2 like these people uh, (laughs) want to do it. Everything on Earth dies without CO2, and we have – the amount of CO2 in in the air, as I understand it from listening to, you know, experts such as they are, is way too low. Mm-hmm. And as it slows down, the earth degreens, uh, crops get uh, less less uh, um, rich in nutrients, uh, grow smaller. And CO2, if you went to fourth grade, you found that CO2 was the key to life on earth. Then we'd have to delete that song, Old McDonald Had a Farm, E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to say, Old McDonald got a battery. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, these idiots are building in Iowa, I heard. Uh, 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 what do you call it, uh, where they transmit oil and gas, a pipeline. But they're going to capture CO2, and they're going to bury it in the ground. And they're taking land from Iowa farmers by eminent domain. Oh, absolutely. Because you could you could sell carbon credits. It'll be like a fake Wall Street, you know, like fake news. You yeah. have fake Wall Street. They'll, have a, they'll make a market for it. They did that in Chicago a while ago with carbon credits and then they got busted because they were making the people in Chicago and, and the air, you know, surrounding areas pay a tax. So they brought it offshore. It's an Obama plant, you know, but it's just amazing that there's not an average Joe or even a scientific guy. Now we had a few guys on our podcast who are really geniuses on this stuff, but to go up and just go one-on-one in one of these cop 28 kind of uh, conferences where you see the morons and say, well, tell me if we do this with CO2, how do we exist? Basically, what they're saying to you in a very polite form, in my opinion, Mike, what they're saying in a very polite form is we're going to kill you. If we can't kill you with this, we're going to kill you with that. If we can't kill you with that, we'll kill you with this. And if we take away all whatever you need, we'll kill you anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it's basically a genocide for the world population. OK, so, again, those people that are screaming about Israel, 
uh, I'd like to see you out there talking about CO2, all right? And especially you Tesla guys. You want to talk about a little CO2? Anybody on driving those electric cars? And let's not blame just Tesla. Everybody's doing it. But you notice that the uh, American and Japanese manufacturers are like, whoa, they got, you know, it's like the 18, Mike, remember the 18 horse uh, wagon train? Yeah. <laughs> They're pulling the reins. Whoa, whoa, Nelly, whoa. They're slowing the, the, the wagon train down. Uh, we, like we're you said, we need Ward Bond out there. Yeah, Ward Bond, right? But, <laughs> whoa. What, what's the matter, sir? We're losing our asses. We're yeah. losing our asses on these electric cars. The Japanese, they they spark right up. They're like, okay, fine. We're, we're out of here. We're going with gas engines. We'll have a few electrics for you morons. And later on, we'll give you some uh, hydrogen water or something like that, you know? We'll, yeah. we'll run a car. See, they don't want to come out and do the water deal now. They could do it probably. They could probably capture whatever they, they could. They're smart if they're doing this stuff. But they know where they're going to get beat. What's going to happen is the oil company is going to say to them, no, 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 no. No water. If you want to do water, you're not getting no oil for your country. So you won't be able to heat your homes. You got to figure out how to do a water. You know what I mean? So they, they're in a little bit of a bind, but eventually they'll get around to it. But if you notice, listen, Toyota one of the biggest car manufacturers in the world, biggest seller in America, right? Massive. I mean, boom, boom. Toyota's everywhere, right? Uh, when they come out and say, I think this is the wrong way to go. Hello, anybody else listening? Is this the wrong way to go? <laughs> Absolutely. Gas well, I read engines this week too, Colonel, that Chevrolet and Ford are going to reopen some of their uh, assembly lines for uh, gas uh, uh, automobiles. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Engines. Yeah. Yeah, combustion is the way to go. Okay, so let's go to safety now. Again, we, we're hearing the guns, the guns are gun laws. We got to do something. We got to save the lives. They got all the kids lined up like Greta. Oh, I can't take it anymore. I can't go to school. Oh, the killings. Uh, okay, here we go. Let's go to flight school now. Right here in the nation's capital, right outside the nation's capital, actually. It's Reagan Airport. You all flew it. It's called, uh, what is it, DCA, Mike? Is the code there? Yeah, three letter? I think that's right, Kurt. Everything's a three-letter agency out here. And then you have the FAA, another three-letter agency, who was run by Najib Halabi. He was the first one appointed. If you remember from school, Najib Halabi, first Lebanese-American, to run the FAA under John F. Kennedy, who was assassinated, right? Okay, so we have the FAA, and they're saying they have issues. 6,000 hours overtime. Can't get enough people. But then what happened this week, Mike, was a big one. Not just did we have the biggest explosion of a house in Arlington, Virginia, not too far from the airport, because, again, we didn't have any hostage team that knew how to do the deal. If you want to learn about hostages in Arlington, just go to New York or watch a movie. Right. Because you guys blew that one. They couldn't get they couldn't do a hostage team. They blew up the house and a couple of houses around it. Lucky only a few people died. OK. But anyway, and the only thing got a slide on that one, Mike. They got to pass. Nobody's yeah. growing them about the hostages. Okay, the hostage team was terrible. Uh, so we have this FAA problem now. What happened? What did they find? Guys are sleeping on the job. They're smoking weed downstairs. Medical marijuana passes. They probably have service dogs. You know what I'm saying? They have all the things that, that we put into effect in this country, and it's the most dangerous airport to fly in and out of. Many almost mishaps. Many. In the last year, uh, somebody came out. It's it's an agency like that did a research on it. So if you're flying uh, through Reagan, bring your Bible and take prayers. Okay, make prayers and send prayers up because it's a wing and a prayer out of Reagan Airport, right outside your nation's capital. Uh, another thing, 
on the death trip. CDC, 120 kids die suddenly, and it's a media blackout. 120,000 kids died suddenly last year. Just, you know, that died suddenly. You've seen them, sports figures, right, Mike? Yeah. Hollywood people, you know, all of a sudden, boom, died suddenly. Oh, what happened? Boom, three days later, you find out. Well, he took the first or the second one or maybe the third one, okay? So you had the jab. You got the airlines. You got all these other things going on, open borders. Don't worry about the guns. You need those guns and you need the ammunition because what they're going to do here by bringing these people in is they're going to make you fight while they're down in the bunkers, down in the bunkers behind the fences and the gates and the National Guard and Capitol Police and D.C. police. They're going to be hiding down there saying, we're, we're, we're saving democracy. We're saving democracy. Yeah, just like you did on January 6th, right? So just a little update on the nation's capital news. Continue, Dr. Mike. Yeah, I, I think that, uh, you know, you mentioned our other our colleagues on the channel, um, uh, on the National Security Hour. Yeah. And Ed, Ed Hoagland wrote a, a little piece this week, and he talked about there now we have enough aliens in this country to give free uh, medical and other kinds of care of other other kinds of uh, uh, what do you, what do they call it social state. welfare to one hundred and eighty thousand aliens per state, and yet we can't get uh, adequate or even near adequate care for our veterans. I I, I had not realized you know uh, the veterans thing has been a problem since I was a youngster, but one hundred and eighty thousand. If you divided all the people that have come in here illegally in the, this year, there's enough for 180,000 for each state, all on welfare. And uh, if that won't slow you down a bit, I don't know what. They're, they're, one of the sheriffs from the Southwest reported that they get a $5,000 um, MasterCard, uh, 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 like a gift card, uh, every month from the US government from the taxpayers. Mike that's 900 that's 9,360,000. <laughs> no? Am I saying something wrong? No, that's exactly right. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, and yeah, I see I see these cards right around Maryland and Virginia. I see these cards. Yeah. There's there's people going in there. There's two in the carriage, two babies in the carriage, you know, young kids, toddlers. And there's one in the belly and they pump up, they put a card in the machine when they're buying stuff. And like they fill that carriage with, you know, two carriages of food. Right. And uh, I'm sure nobody's a, if that's a card, I'm sure it's not a debit card. It's some kind of government card, you know. Well, the government's trying to hide it by making it, buying debit cards from, uh, uh, you know, uh, MasterCard or, or Chase or some other place. So let me ask you a question, ladies and gentlemen. Question to the audience. You could you could you can comment at two mics, twomics.us. And thank you uh, for everyone who comments on our podcast and the National Security Hour. Okay, thank you very much. We appreciate them. We get them from around the world. So if you'd like to comment, but what are we doing about this? We have the Republicans show trials. Uh, James Comer. Okay, another Hunter Biden. Don't hold your breath. Don't hold your breath because anything they do, his father can just uh, pardon him. Okay, so have a nice day. Right. Uh, what are you doing? Are you calling your congressman? My congressman is running for senator. Yeah, he said he wants to run for senator, <laughs> and he doesn't even he doesn't even uh, 
He only calls you when he wants to kiss a baby, you know, he needs a, a campaign contribution. But anyway, what are you doing? You're calling the congressman or you're contacting your guys and saying, hey, guys, you know, look at this. We have all these illegals. This is my taxpayer dollars. I didn't authorize this. I, I didn't sign on to this. What was the old saying, Mike? I didn't sign on to this, right? Yeah. I didn't sign on for this. But they just take your money. If it ain't Ukraine, if it ain't Israel, it's it's uh, illegals. When are they going to give us some money? Now, there's a company out there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to look it up when Dr. Mike talks. But if you really want to help the veterans, whether it's first first uh, responders or veterans, mostly veterans, though, whether it's a female or a male, I'm going to put in the show notes this week and I'm going to I'm going to give you the site. It's amazing. I was up in New England, Mike, just you remember last week. Yes. And and I went into this store. I went to go buy something and I saw this big, giant, massive coat rack and this big, giant, massive sign about you know, $40 to give a veteran. And it's a nice coat, heavy duty, you know, windproof and waterproof coat. They have them in all colors with a hood. And, uh, you know, if you want to buy a veteran or a first responder a coat, they will, they have a place that they donate them to. And they do this in five States, by the way. Uh, and all you got to do is pay 40 bucks, 40 bucks for a nice coat, really nice coat. Right. So I said, well, that's a nice donation. So I says, okay, I go up to the, after I buy what I'm buying. Um, I go up and I say, hey, I'll do one of those, 40 bucks right now. You know, and the guy says, you know, uh, if if you do that, we give you a $40, $40 uh, gift card. I said, why, why do I need a $40 gift card? I'm giving you $40 for this coat. He's, well, it's our way of saying thank you. So I'm, I'm, I'm starting to feel retarded at this point. And I'm like, can you repeat that? So I'm giving you 40, you give me 40 back and I still give a coat. How does that work? But they do it. So you give them the 40 bucks. They put the coat on the side. They say, pick a color. And then they put it in a box and they bring them to wherever they bring them to give them to these veterans and first responders. And they give you this gift card from the store that you have $40 you could spend. So I'm with someone who lives in that area. And I say, here's the card. Come back and buy some something for yourself, you know? And uh, I was really shocked that there is actually a company out there that does this. So I just wanted to give it a shout out. I'll get the name uh, by the next, uh, I'll look it up. I think it was odd something or other. But, you know, I didn't, it just like impressed me so much, Mike, that that they're going out of their way. And they said tens of thousands of coats get sold. sold. They're giving away tens of thousands. Okay. That's a great deal. I I don't know anybody else doing it in the retail industry, by the way. No, I haven't. I, that's that's quite, a, I think, quite a, a nice thing that people are doing. But, you know, I, I'm not one that considers us much of an exceptional country or an exceptional people. But if there is an exception, it's a, it's that we're a tremendously generous people before the oh, government yes. decided to bl- bl- lead us to death, not only uh, with their medicines and their vaccines, but through our taxes. Um, yeah, that's a very great, especially at the holiday, it's, it's a very great thing for Christmas time. It's yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, you we're know, coming up on a holiday. Go ahead, Mike. No, I was just going to say the problem. It's it, I much I mentioned early. You know that that love is like uh, hate and uh, envy and. Uh, Can I do my loud song? Can I do my part of being, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're all part of being a human being, and we're all mm-hmm. fallen creatures. And we need to, there has to be a re-education of people about that. You know, you're as, you're as um, 
uh, qualified or as likely to be uh, a crook uh, than the next guy is, except you might, as I hope in our cases, we did, both of us, decide not to take that temptation of the easy way out. And, uh. you know, the, the just give in to your baser impulses. But, my God, we've got fi- over 500 of them in Congress. <clears throat> we've had four of our last five presidents be scoundrels. And they've yeah. never gotten richer ever since the last five. These guys have really taken advantage of serving themselves more than the country. Hey, we'll go into the commercial break in the next minute, Mike. But I just want to give it the shout out. I found it. It's called OceanStateJobLot.com. OceanStateJobLot.com. So you could go online and see. It's like a, it's like a crazy store. It's got everything in there, toys, clothes, whatever, you know. And uh, you can go in there, see all the deals they got. But just you could probably just do it online. You could buy somebody a jacket, you know, uh, email them or however you're going to do it online. Buy the coat, make the donation. And uh, tell them to keep the $40 gift card and buy another coat. You know what I mean? It's just like it's an amazing deal. It's like a crazy deal, you know? But that's it. It's called Ocean State Job Lot. They're all in New England. They're as far as I think Pennsylvania now. But it was it. I went in there for some batteries and stuff, you know? And I'm like, what the heck? What a deal this is. So if you feel like you're in the mood to donate your own money without the government taking it and donating it for you, there you go. Hey, we're coming down to commercial. And don't forget to visit our sponsors, and we'll see you on the other side. Last segment coming up, two mics. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID 19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Welcome back. You're on the National Security Hour with Dr. Mike Colonel Mike. Monday, 7 p.m. We have one show for the National Security five days a week, 7 p.m. on AmericaOutloud.news. AmericaOutloud.news, where you come to hear military and intel experts. Some of us are perts and some of us are berts. So you could have an expert or an expert. What do you think about that, Mike? Huh? I guess that's correct, sir. I can't argue with it. Right. So, okay, coming down the last segment, boy, shows go so great when you're having fun. Uh, what else would you like to talk about, I think, in regards to America today? So we have our people out there, meaning the right side, 
which could be on the wrong side sometimes, but they're on the right side, um, out there saying more support. But now Joe is saying, wind it down with Israel by New Year's. So I guess they have some kind of a, I guess, an election thing. Remember the old October surprise we used to hear? (laughs) This will be the New Year's surprise, you know. He's telling Israel to wind it down. By the way, just a reminder, uh, in the U.N., which we hate, and you know you hate them too, uh, our country voted no on a ceasefire. <laughs> Did I hear you correctly, Dr. Mike Colonel Mike? Yes, it was. We voted no at the U.N. Imagine that, Mike. We voted no for a ceasefire. Yeah. We're trying to drive home to the Muslim world that they were wrong for so many years in judging that the American people don't want to be involved in a war with them. It's only their government. Right. And now we have the government blatantly uh, there. And apparently from what anybody can tell in the world, because the media you read or listen to from this country is saying that America really wants to be in this war with the Israelis, that they're our best ally, that they're the, what do you say, the democracy, the only democracy. The only democracy in the Middle East, quotation marks. It's it's an insane business, uh, uh, Colonel, and and uh, it, it's it's uh, it's laying the not only the, the the military's lives on the line, but because of the number of uh, Islamists that Biden has brought into the country uh, in the last three years, it brings everyone's life in danger: children, women, men, uh, uh, crippled people, older people. Uh, it's all of those types of people are being killed in Palestine. And, you know, uh, it's going to be a tit for tat thing at some point. Well, a lot of these Palestinians that are being killed are not Hamas and they're not uh, military and they're, they're just what they call civilian human beings. So um, if you're a Muslim or you're, you know, radical, why not say, well, you're a human being and you're a civilian too, but I didn't do what my government did. It doesn't matter. So you can't play that game anymore. Well, right? that game is over. No, yeah. they, they they ruined that forever. The only the only advice you can give to this government right now um, is is what at least I've been arguing for. I think Mr. Paul argued for for a long time was to get the heck out of the Middle East. We don't understand it. Our plans for democracy in the Middle East, they don't understand it. They don't want it. They don't want the crap we do uh, sexually in this country. They don't want our movies. And the further away we are from them, the better off America will be. And probably these days, the better off they will be. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, uh, there's a great video, if anybody wants to look it up, Neil Oliver, you all heard of him. He, He just put a great video up about what Ireland's doing to the Irish people after this burnout. Remember, there was a stabbing um, about how crazy the government is in Ireland. Okay, Irish eyes are smiling. Remember? Uh, Oliver did a real great video, Mike. Jimmy Dore put it up. Yeah, I saw Um, it. Oh, it's fantastic, right? Yeah. And that's what our government's doing to us. But there's nobody on our side speaking about what they're doing to you. So and so, what they're using now, right now, the hot button subject or topic is the Palestinian, right? But uh, it, the Palestinian is just another one of these. Look this way, you know what I mean? While we get you this way, and then we have our government, our Congress, the Jim Jordans, the Comers, and the rest of them, Johnsons, 
the you know the pro-israel guys uh saying yeah we need to give uh, the fbi another nice like a pentagon type building for 800 million dollars they're doing such a great job i mean come on why not give them another 800 million without our without our approval naturally you don't don't go to the people back home in the constituency and say hey what do you think about the fbi and watch the tomatoes and the bananas fly you know what i mean um just give them the money because, hey, shit, they they lied the hell out of Trump, didn't they? I mean, what they did to Trump was a torture. But you like Trump and you're MAGA, but you ain't saying nothing to your congressman. And you think they're good guys. Jimmy Jordan, Comer, Johnson. Hey, yeah, we got to support Israel. The American people screw you, but we got to support the, the Israel. Is no one will ask. No, no, no one has the courage to ask him why. What do we get from it? This is not a, a charity institution, the United States of America. And we would not suffer a lick without Israel, Palestine, or any of them. Mike, Mike we get nothing from it other than they get donations. We That's get what nothing but pain from it. All and we get hated. Yes, and we get hated. That's exactly and right. We get hated. And we get hated for no reason whatsoever. No reason. I mean, let me tell you something. People around the world, I want to just say to you, if you haven't been a traveler, if you never worked outside the country or, you know, in foreign service or, you know, whatever, people outside this country really like America. People that are in other countries love this country. They love America for whatever reason. And some of them really want to come here and live here or send their kids to go to school here. Okay. And I've witnessed that for many years. But, you know, there comes a time where the love of America and the love of the American people just sours, just sours because they can't understand how you become retarded, how you become insane, how you become warmongers when you're always preaching about, well, we got to fight over there to save democracy. Like Pelosi just came out recently. We got to fight in Israel to save democracy. You know, I mean, listen, they don't have democracy. They may not want it. They may want it. That's their business. Okay. But you know, do the Irish people deserve what they're getting now? No. Do the American people deserve it? No. Tony Blink, uh, Tony, uh, what's his name? Blinken. Do Tony Blair. Tony Blair was just oh, out Tony there Blair. talking. Yeah, yeah, he's another murderous convict. Okay. He's out there on, on the stump. I guess it was in Dubai or whatever recently. You know, he's he come out of the woodwork. Another termite. You know, these guys are all WEF, New World Order, genocidal maniacs. That's why it doesn't it doesn't phase them what Israel does. Okay. And then they say, well, you know, Hamas killed a thousand people, did this, did this, blah, 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 blah. All right, let's just let's just do a human count. October seventh versus the last five years in Palestine. Can we get a number there, Mike? Anybody have a number? Okay. Can you tell us what the number was? How many Palestinians were killed? All right. So there's your answer. But these are the same people, the same people who came from Germany screaming about the Holocaust, right? And you have Japanese people saying, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop the bombings. They had Nagasaki and Hiroshima, okay? So again, I'm reaching out to the world community, listening to the show on AmericaOutloud.news, AmericaOutloud.news, on iHeartRadio and other platforms. Just send us some comments. I know the last few were really nice. And uh, I will take bad comments, too. I don't care. You could be, hey, listen, if you're an Israeli or an American Jew, please comment to mics.us, twomics.us.
Okay, we have good, we have American Jewish people that listen to our show, and they do comment and they get angry sometimes, but they still listen. Murray, if you're out there, come on back with another comment. Okay, Sydney, come on back with another comment. You can't defend what's happening. There's no way to defend it and then cry about the Holocaust. It just don't work, pal. It don't add up. Two and two is four, not five. Right, Mike? I would say that's exactly correct. And we have to remember, too, that foreign policy is a thing that belongs to a country. And if it wants to behave in a manner that is uh, either disastrous or repulsive, that is their uh, privilege. It's up to their people of that country. But it's not incumbent on anyone else to approve of it. And uh, especially, I think, the United States. And not because we're better people or not because of this or that, but because we sit in a place where we're as safe as any place on Earth because we have two oceans on each side of us. As long as we are addressing the the need for nuclear weapons and perhaps nuclear superiority, that's all we need to do. The rest of the world can go fly a kite. People want to trade with us. We want to trade with them. But to to guarantee anybody's security, you know, NATO, thank God, is falling apart. But there's, just as you said about Ireland, what the EU has brought to Ireland is the destruction of nationalism. Of, of of a country identity. And now those people who want to still be Irishmen are going to be tortured by their own government with foreigners winging knives at children. <laughs> I know, guess, Mike, we're going to have the new version of that when Irish eyes are crying. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the beginning of Wisdom Colonel in all of life is to mind your own business. You go fishing for trouble in somebody else's affairs and you're going to get it. And not only do we get it from Israel, but we pay for it. We buy our own pain from them. At least the Democrats give us for give it to us for free. You know, when people used to come to Ireland and and move there, live there, whether they and a lot of Americans did go back. You know, second, third generation Irish uh, Americans of Irish descent. You know, they went there because they liked Ireland and they wanted to be more like Irish, right, or, or Italian or whatever, right? What business do the people in the Sub-Saharan Africa have going to Ireland. Now, I can understand one guy's an artist or maybe he he does the uh, river dance or he's a ballet guy or he's an artist or he's a, a what do you call it, a, a pottery guy or whatever, okay? Maybe he has a talent and you can only get that in Dublin or Belfast. So he goes to school there and he stays there and he, he lives his life there. But to bring in boatloads and boatloads of like we're doing on the border – all you're trying to do is collapse what you have for a society and a civilization that you know took a long time to build. And there's, again, it all goes back to the Brits, Mike. It all the time. And but there's no there's no incumbent reason that we have to have anybody from any country we don't want. You know, American uh, immigration policy through the 20s and into the 30s from from the time of our founding was very successful policy who they would accept successful policies yes, yes successful policies and they were t- t- turned down in the name of racism mm-hmm. and where is the violence today it's being executed against the white people who were here 
for mm-hmm. a long time and fought in the world wars and fought to keep the country free and safe. And what Biden and the Democrats have done is to make it neither free nor safe. And there has to be retribution for that at some point. Well, Barbados, the prime minister of Barbados right now, and uh, listen up if you're in England listening to our show today, Barbados prime minister demands, demands, not requests, demands, 4.9 trillion in slavery reparations. Okay? How's that? 4.9 trillion. How many people are in Barbados? Three? I mean, come on. You know what I mean? How many people? Tell him to go stand by his post box and it'll be there. (laughs) Four trillion reparations for slavery from former colonial powers. Now, do you know what that means? That means France is going to owe about 9 trillion. The Netherlands are going to owe about 4.8. Spain owes 17 trillion. And that's all for their roles in slavery of how many years ago? I don't remember. Okay. And uh, Barbados, uh, their GDP this year is estimated to be about $6 billion. All right? So that would amount to 790 times the yearly economic hour. I mean, some of the goal of some of these people, you know, like, you know, maybe, did you ever think about what England brought to Barbados? Now, I understand slavery. Get it. You know, there was the days of slavery. But I'm sure they did something good, right? They brought something to the table, didn't they? They must have did something. So why are you looking for so much after, after such a long time? Right, Mike? Well, this is the insanity it, 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 of, of the world. It's easy pickings because you're dealing with idiots who would agree to it. I guess it's in your own self-interest to ask for uh, whatever that's called. Reparations. Reparations. Reparations yeah. my, my behind. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's silly. It, it's, it's a shakedown. 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 It's a shakedown. All right. There's not going to be any reparations in this country without war. You know, the people who have worked to build this country, who work today uh, to raise families of all colors, are not going to pay money for people who have never been slaves. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and no one who, who has been responsible for slavery is alive. And you're not going to humiliate us. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we- they want. They can get away with humiliation forever. And I think they're wrong. Well, just to, to wrap up the show, boy, oh, boy, I, I, I tell you, you, you need more than an hour to do these shows, you know. <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll say one thing, just wrapping it up on the Poison Ivy, you know, Poison Ivy League schools. Uh, for you guys who are moaning and groaning, and once again, I'll mention it on the two mics on National Security Hour. For you guys that are moaning and groaning and pulling those billions of dollars of endowments out of the Poison Ivy League schools, guess what? You didn't do it when you were preaching Marxism and communism. Nope. So I'm just anti-Americanism. Anti-Americanism. In fact, I just saw an American Jewish guy say the biggest threat right now in the United States, right now it's online, is Christian nationalism. You believe that? That's a bigger threat than anything else. Well, there's another idiot. Idiots are primed to speak out at all times about things they don't know anything about. Um. And and we're, the country is loaded with him, mm-hmm. and and uh, it's just. Do we have time for me to raise one more thing, Colonel? You got it, buddy. The last couple of minutes, boy, oh yeah. boy, this show goes so fast. I wanted to mention there's there there is reporting that Lloyd Austin went to the Congress to the 
military committees of the Congress in a private session, of course, but this is leaked information. Yes. That he told them that if the Defense Department doesn't get an $808 billion for Ukraine, uh, that he is going to make sure that Americans go to fight Russians in uh, Ukraine. And that he told them something like, and I wrote it down. Um, their uncles, their aunts, their, their uncles, cousins. your cousins, your brothers, your sons, they'll be on the ground fighting Russians in the Ukraine. Now, he's got no power to do that. He has no business being Secretary of State or Secretary of Defense if he does say it. But can you imagine the president hasn't chewed him out, hasn't said, don't be crazy. This is my decision. No, no, I, I, I understand the president, Mike. I get it because it's let's go, Brandon. But listen, here's who hasn't made the comment in public. Any of these retired military officers from no. World War II, Korean War, Vietnam War, go for there's nobody talking about it. A few guys made some. Um, I think McInerney and somebody else made a, a comment. But where are you guys now to get out there in the press, get an op-ed, get a commentary, Washington Times, other papers, get your asses off the seat. OK, you guys have the right to get out there and speak about it. You were in the you were in the line. You were in there. You were at the Pentagon. Get off your asses and talk about it largely. They're not going to let you on Fox. We know that. Hannity's going to give you two minutes. He's going to take nine. So forget about being a glamour boy on Fox. Try to get Newsmax or whatever. Or you know what? Call us. Two mics. TWO mics. US. We'll put you on. All right. You got to. It's time to put the balls on the table now. This guy. You you see what he said? Okay. You see what he said? That's not good. All right, Mike. We got to wrap it up. Oh my okay. gosh. I can't. I can't believe the show goes so fast. So again, we want to thank, I want to thank my co-host, Dr. Michael Scheuer. I want to thank all of you listening. Thanks for joining us on the mission. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. And we mean that. We're liberty and justice for all. We'll see you next Monday at 7 p.m. Dr. Mike, Colonel Mike signing off.